I would like to welcome you to Emran's podcast. This is your host Suman Silwal. I hope you're doing great today. Today I would like to talk about my adventure uh, running three marathons and three big cities and two continents and so on. Today we'll uh, focus on more logistic. A lot of you have asked me about how logistically was possible for me to do this. Um, well, let me just talk about that today. And we will go marathon by marathon in a future podcast episodes. I will do some quick podcasts. So let's talk about the logistic. Uh, it was nerve wracking. Uh, that's uh, I'm a human and uh, I don't do this kind of things all the time. So it was kind of nerve wracking. Uh, basically, um, Berlin confirmed for me to come pace back in February earlier year. So, so I, I actually booked the ticket, um, airline ticket pretty quickly because there was a really good deal. I use uh, Google Flight, um, google.com slash flights. It's, you, you don't have to buy the ticket, uh, but you can always search different type of tickets. Uh, you, can do it. you can also use Expedia or stuff like that, but I basically look at Google and, and the price that I see, either I go to Expedia or I would go to after that, basically go to airlines like Delta or American or so on. Um, I've been doing that for, for a very long time. So that's, uh, that's one thing. I did buy the ticket to go from Berlin and back. Uh, very good deal, um, not that expensive. So, so I bought it really early. And there's a basic ticket and basic uh, main cabin and so on. They, they do like a different type of thing. The basic is Basically, you were really locked in after 24 hours, and that's pretty much what I did. I told myself, if I'm if I'm not going, I'm just gonna have to forfeit the ticket. So that that is the whole deal. And some of these races, that's what I'm doing, just because either I have a choice to go or or forfeit the ticket or or show up at least. Um, so anyway, uh, so that's what I did and um, purchased that ticket. So come June, and I actually had the hotel also looked up, but I didn't get the hotel. Come June. Uh, London called and uh, they said, hey, you know, if you want to come pace, uh, fly here. And that's what I did. I fly, got in London. Then I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to manage this thing, you know, already locked in. I called Delta. Delta said that I cannot do anything. So I basically, basically locked in. So, so at the end, uh, well, then I'm back to looking at my ticket. How do I um, manage this? So basically I had to, um, look for a ticket one way from London to back. So I was gonna plan to forfeit my um, back ticket. So London back, which is a week apart, uh, London and, and Berlin were a week apart. So that's what I started looking. And funny part is uh, one way ticket from London to home is Birmingham here, Birmingham, Alabama was about $2,000. But round trip ticket from London to Birmingham to back to London, it's about $800. I said, oh, I'm gonna have to do that. So basically it was cost of traveling. So so I, I, now I have a ticket. I purchased that ticket and now I have a ticket to go back to London. I did it such a way that uh, it will be in the week of, um, same week of next London Marathon that is in April. So so I have a return ticket back. That's what I told the pace coordinators. Hey, I have a re- return ticket back. Whether you want it or not, I'll be here in London. But but that's a, that. That is kind of where the ticket uh, came. I'm, I'm fortunate to have uh, friends and families in London who can take care of me, so that was not a problem. But I waited too long uh, for Berlin um, to get a hotel, so that that is one one of my mistake here. Uh, when I purchased my ticket, I should go ahead and get a 
hotel some of this hotel you can cancel you can cancel the hotel so so basically you get locked into a hotel and then you can you can cancel you can back out depending on you have to look at the cancellation policy so basically that was one of the mistake um, I took way too long but I did find a good good hotel um, one of the thing is like like I said Berlin and London was one week apart so how do I manage this and how do I it was not nerve-wracking as I left home one of the thing I told myself as long as I can land in Europe from that point on I can I can be okay I had a traveling in between so I wanted to see some friends so I had to buy some ticket too so there was a lot of lot of uh, moving parts um, the most important part is getting to you know Europe uh, this the airline keep changing so I end up in Paris um, the few days before I, I was arriving to um, Amsterdam I think I was flying from Atlanta to Amsterdam to to Berlin they sent me a note that hey you know your Amsterdam flight has been canceled we're rebooking so they, they rebooked me through Paris when I got to Paris actually they I didn't even have a uh, ticket booked properly so I had to redo that um, that's another story of its own basically landing at um, Paris was uh, really uh, you know was was one of the biggest thing for me and then from there I got to Berlin one of the nice thing about Berlin Marathon they provide a free train rides last time when I was there I had to pay for them and also very I didn't a whole lot this time I kind of navigate that whole train system pretty easily uh, to look at the map and looking at the Google uh, app uh, the, that we use for drive that is really accurate uh, they provide really good in Europe I have used pretty much uh, I use that Google um, app for my um, traveling so that app really is really really good um, if you travel to Europe you should download that you can you can actually travel with it offline mode I use that when I was getting lost at London and so on so so it's really helpful so once I got out of airport in, in Berlin it was much easier kind of navigated in and out so I got to hotel pretty easily so I'm kind of getting used to Berlin second time in Berlin so this was a much easier task for me when I arrived to Berlin Airport the line was forever line it was day after marathon and to just to get to security was forever line so that was one of the scariest part for me it's like <laughs> missing that uh, flight to Kratz like I said I always buy a ticket that's um that's non-refundable I have to have a I have to be there and so on so so I haven't had any problem with those kind of ticket yet um, I know they're very strict with those um, but definitely I did forfeit my um, ticket back home from Berlin and went to Graz and Vienna so landing so from Vienna I, I flew to London uh, flying to London was easy uh, Vienna to London you, like I said I still use a Google map and use Expedia to buy the ticket uh, there uh, one of the things you have to make a note that uh, uh, you know you you will get charged with international transaction I uh, right before I left I I, I got a um, credit card which, which doesn't charge international so do do check uh, your your credit card some of them I know my uh, other credit card I uh, I extensively use they charge three percent for international transactions so that's that kind of eats away your money um, uh, one of the good thing about when you travel like that is um, is that um, if you use credit card um, visa card um, uh, any credit card and uh, if you use uh, cash cards which also have to be careful they may charge a transaction fee um, 
they, they give you current rate as it's happening. So at this time, um, with all the European economy, um, euro was as equal to as as a dollar, and pounds are not that great as well. One of the biggest thing is that I exchanged as euro and pound back when I was traveling in 2019, and I still have those some of those casts and had to use the cash. Some places they would not let me use credit card. So I had to use the cash and um, I have lost some money there, which is not a big deal. Like I said, it's part of traveling. Um, so, so that's that. And when I arrived to London, one of the, one of the things is I was arriving a little late. I got approved from my friend who I was going to his house. Everything was fine. I was traveling through and then, then there was a problem in the line. Uh, I was taking in the train from airport to my friend's house, which is about an hour and a half in train. In between, I, I had to get off and I'm not understanding what they were talking about and where I'm going. If a city has a public transportation, I exclusively take those public transportation. I hardly take any taxi or Uber uh, when I travel. Sometimes sometime you don't have an option, you have to take a taxi, but, but mostly you can travel with the train you just, as long as you're willing to travel. But for me, it was... Um, was I didn't know what it was and it took me a long time to figure out. I found some people uh, who helped me to navigate through uh, my um, journey from uh, airport to my friend's house. Uh, it took me four hours, uh, what, uh, uh, two and a half hours extra to get to his house. And finally, at 2 a.m. I arrived at his house and it was just it was one of those things, you know, I was very, very positive. Um, you know, it's part of traveling experience. Last two years, we were stuck at home. It's nice to have an extra story to tell. <laughs> so that's my story. And one of the uh, gentlemen I met in London, he's like, he said, you have a really positive out- outlook on this whole thing. I said, yeah, but definitely um, it, was, it was a little scary because I didn't know the place, you know, people, but there were a lot of nice folks that I found and helped me along the way. So, so once I got to London, like I said, it's just I have a friend. I stayed with them. They take care of me, and, and I'm always appreciated that. I have families over there too. So, so it's always good to have those, and um, kind of had a place place to stay. Um, so it was good good visiting there. So on on the way home, I uh, I flew in um, British Airways uh, to to Philadelphia. I was. When we landed, we were like two hours behind. A couple of things you have to know: if you go from country to country, um, European Union, so you you go entrance once or whatever the city you land first. So in my case, was Paris, was European Union. Uh, if I would have landed in Amsterdam, that would have been my first entrance to European Union. Once you get to European Union, you do not have to, you do not have to um, show your passport or or stamped in a passport till you get out of European Union. Um, London, since they they have exited out of European Union, even before I think they they were a little strict, but now they exited out of European Union. You have to uh, get out of European Union and then get in the when you get to Heathrow or wherever the airport you land, you have to get a, a passport stamped. Um, that was one nice thing about Heathrow was I had a fastest uh, coming out of Heathrow. It was like 30 minutes. I was out of out of Heathrow immigration, which was one of the quickest one. Um, when you come to America, uh, you will have to go to immigration as well. That's long lines, um, so sometimes kind of itchy because it's a very long line. But luckily, we were able to get out of there. And then the other thing that you must do when you when you come come out of um, 
America, come to America, basically. If you have never done this, you have to completely check out your suitcases, go to the customs uh, and borders, you have to check in your suitcases if that's for a check-in bag. If you, if you don't have a check-in bag, if you have hand carry, you have to take that hand carry through the you know, security again. Um, you may have, wherever the airport you came from, it doesn't matter. You have to go through, like almost you getting it, even though you will be inside the airport and you have a connecting flight. If you don't have a connecting flight, you can walk out. But if you have a connecting flight, you have to you have to check in or you have to go through security check as if you come into the airport for the first time. So so I had to do that. Uh, luckily, the, the plane uh, that I was flying in was delayed and I got to the gate pretty on time. A lot of people missed their connection because because of that whole check-in, check-out, and long long lines, and so on. So so this kind of thing can happen, just to have to be prepared. You know, traveling overseas is pretty intense. Uh, going to Chicago was not that bad, just that my I usually have early flights, early morning flight. Uh, American Airlines keep changing on that flight, and then end up you know, a little behind. I, it's kind of very nerve-wracking for me to be a, a past midday, day before marathon but um, I had no control over that I booked my ticket way in advance for for Chicago as soon as I was it was open um, and then American Airlines changed on me but uh, but uh, on the way back I had a late late flight I wanted to kind of see the city walk around that's kind of what I do but that's what I did in London kind of walked around that's what I did in Vienna kind of walked around I didn't get to a whole lot of walk around at Berlin but um, but uh, but I didn't have a lot of time um, when I was leaving this leaving the city but definitely it'll, be, it'll help me to do active active recovery and uh, see the city that's what I did and in Chicago I kind of walked around for a while I haven't been to this the beans and um, uh, in the magnificent malls uh, uh, Nike store and so on so even Chicago I exclusively take all the public transportation so so that's about uh, all traveling um, it's, like I said it's kind of nerve-wracking to think of it, uh, try to you know manage this thing myself, and anything can go wrong. So I'm kind of getting better organized um, <laughs> as I'm traveling more and more, and most of my travels are related to marathon and you know events. There's always some back end or front end of that that traveling. Or in Chicago case, I had like 36 hours plus to finish meet work and an expo booth and uh, and uh, run the marathon have a meeting see the city and so on that was really really intense 36 plus hours so things like that you know fun of traveling you know you i want to come home for kids and family not go too long i that was gone too too long when i was in europe but you know it's not long enough when you travel that far but definitely you know you have to consider others um, at this point and of course, I have a day job. Um, I wish I could just have a, I just can just go round and round. But um, but here I had to, I had to be back uh, to work and so on. So so this basically uh, one of the biggest thing is um, one of the takeaway from from your this point here is basically uh, de- depending on how you want to do travel, refundable, non-refundable. You want to lock in your rate and not even worry about it. Make that decision for airlines. Earlier, you can um, book your hotel, book your airlines, better price you're going to get. Um, and, uh, and of course, uh, if you have friends and family uh, you can stay with or, or you have friends and family you can share your hotel with, um, that'll, be, that'll be great. It comes really cheap. 
at my stage of life, I don't think so. I'm, I, I can stay in a hostile um, environment, but, but definitely I'll, I can look into that. But definitely that's kind of logistic. Uh, I kind of rambled on, but I just want to put this out there for some of you who are thinking about doing marathon adventure. So, so do go out and enjoy and talk to you more later about specifically some of these races that I wanted to talk about. Thanks for listening. Follow Marathon Runs anywhere you find and have a great, great day. Talk to you soon. Bye.